Welcome to the New Life Podcast, a ministry of New Life Presbyterian Church in Ithaca, New York. Today we have this week's sermon preached by Tim LaCroix, our senior pastor. Join us for worship each week at 10 o'clock at 950 Danby Road, Ithaca, New York. You can also visit us on our website, www.newlifeithaca.org. Now here's this week's sermon. A reading from the Holy Gospel of St. Matthew, beginning in chapter 1, verses 18 through 25. Please stand if you are able. Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit, and her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke from the sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him and took his wife but knew her not until she had given birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. The Gospel of the Lord. Glory to you, O Lord. Behold, a new and wondrous mystery. My ears resound to the shepherd's song, piping no soft melody but chanting full forth a heavenly hymn. The angels sing, the archangels blend their voice in harmony. The cherubim hymn their joyful praise. The seraphim exalt his glory. All join to praise this holy feast, beholding the Godhead here on earth and man in heaven. He who is above now for our redemption dwells here below and he that was lowly is by divine mercy raised. Bethlehem this day resembles heaven. Hearing from the stars the singing of angelic voices, and in place of the sun enfolds within itself on every side the sun of justice. Ask not how, for where God wills, the order of nature yields. For he willed, he had the power, he descended, he redeemed, all things yielded in obedience to God. This day, he who is, is born, and he who is, becomes what he was not. For when he was God, he became man, yet not departing from the Godhead that is his, nor yet by any loss of divinity became he Man, nor through increase became he God from man, but being the Word, he became flesh. His nature, because of impassibility, remaining unchanged. 
And so the kings have come, and they have seen the heavenly king that has come upon the earth, not bringing with him angels or archangels or thrones or dominations or powers or principalities, but treading a new and solitary path. He has come forth from a spotless womb. Since this heavenly birth cannot be described, neither does his coming amongst us in these days permit of too curious scrutiny. Though I know that a virgin this day gave birth, and I believe that God was begotten before all time, yet the manner of this generation I have learned to venerate in silence and accept that this is not to be probed too curiously with wordy speech. For with God we look not for the order of nature, but rest our faith in the power of him who works. What shall I say to you? What shall I tell you? I behold a mother who has brought forth. I see a child who comes to this light by birth. The manner of his conception I cannot comprehend. Nature here rested while the will of God labored. Oh, ineffable grace, the only begotten who was before all ages, who cannot be touched or be perceived, who is simple without a body, has now put on my body that is visible and liable to corruption. For what reason? That coming amongst us he might teach us and teaching lead us by the hand to things that men cannot see. For since men believe that the eyes are more trustworthy than the ears, they doubt of that which they cannot see. And so he has deigned to show himself bodily in presence that he may remove all doubt. Christ, finding the holy body and soul of the virgin, builds for himself a living temple. And as he had willed, formed there a man from the virgin and did putting him on this day came forth, unashamed of the lowliness of our nature. For it was to him no lowering to put on what he himself had made. Let that handiwork be forever glorified, which became the cloak of its own creator. For as in the first creation of flesh, man could not be made before the clay had come into his hand. So neither could this corruptible body be glorified until it had first become the garment of the maker. What shall I say? And how shall I describe this birth to you? For this wonder fills me with astonishment. The ancient of days has become an infant. He who sits upon the sublime and heavenly throne now lies in a manger. And he who cannot be touched, who is simple without complexity and incorporeal, now is subject to the hands of men. He who has broken the bonds of sinners is now bound by an infant's bands. But he has decreed that ignominy shall become honor, infamy be clothed with glory, and total humiliation the measure of his goodness. For this he assumed my body, that I may become capable of his word. Taking my flesh, he gives me his spirit, and so bestowing and I receiving, he prepares for me the treasures of life. He takes my flesh to sanctify me. He gives me his spirit that he may save me. Come then, let us, let us observe this feast. 
Truly wondrous is the whole chronicle of the nativity. For this day the ancient slavery has ended. The devil confounded. The demons take to flight. The power of death is broken. Paradise is unlocked. The curse is taken away. Sin is removed from us. Error is driven out. Truth has been brought back. The speech of kindness diffused and spreads on every side. A heavenly way of life has been implanted upon the earth. Angels communicate with men without fear. And men now hold speech with angels. Why is this? Because God is now on earth and man in heaven and on every side things commingle. He became flesh. He did not become God. He was God. Wherefore he became flesh so that he whom heaven did not contain a manger would this day receive. He was placed in a manger so that he by whom all things are nourished may receive an infant's food from his virgin mother. So the father of all ages as an infant at the breast nestles in the virginal arms that the Magi may more easily see him since this day too the Magi have come and made a beginning of withstanding tyranny and the heavens give glory as the Lord is revealed by a star. To him then who out of confusion has wrought a clear path to Christ the Father and to the Holy Spirit, we offer all praise now and forever. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. Please rate and review us on your podcast service and share with anyone who may be interested. The intro and outro music for the New Life podcast is provided by Sandra McCracken with her permission. Please visit her website at sandramccracken.com. We'll see you next week.